Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss' The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 456. Ends. How many will write her letters and poems? They will send her flowers, trinkets, tokens of affection. Soon, she will be receiving a deluge of attention. You have one best hope. I pointed to the letter. Act quickly. That letter will catch her imagination, her curiosity. In a day or two, when the other notes are cluttering her desk, she will already be awaiting the second one of ours. He seemed to hesitate a moment. Then his shoulders bowed. Are you sure? I shook my head. There are no certainties in this, your grace, only hopes. That is the best one I can give you. Alvarin hesitated. I know nothing of this, he said with a hint of petulance. I wish there was some book of rules a man could follow. For a moment he looked very much like an ordinary man, and very little like the Mayor Alvarin at all. Truthfully, I was more than slightly concerned myself. What I personally knew about courting women could comfortably fit into a thimble without taking it off your finger first. On the other hand, I had a vast wealth of secondary knowledge. Ten thousand romantic songs, plays, and stories, all taken together, had to be worth something. And on the negative side, I'd seen Simmon pursue it nearly every woman within three miles of the university with the doomed enthusiasm of a child trying to fly. What's more, I had watched a hundred men dash themselves to pieces against Denna like ships attempting to ignore the tide. Alvarin looked at me, his face still showing honest concern. Will a month be enough time, do you think? When I spoke, I was surprised by the confidence in my own voice. Your Grace... If I cannot help you catch her in the space of a month, then it cannot be done. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. This is a lot of confidence. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Uh, and that strikes me as odd because he has no business positioning himself as an expert in this. Uh, I know that you, you know, you fake it till you make it and all that, especially in the startup world. But mm. um uh, I, I just think that it's a, he's awfully confident here. And I think also, we are I've, meant to think that it is funny and like and like a mistake that he's like, yeah, well, I've seen a lot of movies. I've read a lot of books, you know, and I've seen and like I think we're supposed to uh, as readers know that like, quote, that's like that's not the same thing. I think that him being like, OK, well, I've seen what doesn't work is a little bit more believable. But I also think that. He is selling himself short or downplaying something that he did mention with some confidence previously, which is that he does know what it's like to be in love because he's in love with Denna. And he does he knows what it's like to court her, which is not the same as being able to court anybody. That's which, you know. Yeah, I feel more that he's drawing on his experience as a con artist to do this. Uh, and I also, th- to me in this read, this is more evidence that Mellow and Lackless is like, a willing mark that this is what she wanted all along because Quoth seems to do a slam dunk, right? Like whatever it is that Quoth does, I don't think we get a ton of detail. It seems to work perfectly and on the first attempt. Um, And we could chalk this up to Quoth just being the best at everything all the time. And certainly Quoth does, but I can't help but wonder, especially because I am suspicious of Mellow and Lackless. Uh, I saw her going into the med bay. Uh, she is sus. Um, because I am suspicious of her, I am inclined to think that she was maneuvering herself to take advantage of the mayor in a moment of weakness and that she, uh, her plan 
if she is the poisoner, her plan didn't go as she expected, but she still got what she wanted, uh, which was to get married to the mayor. In the potential happenstance that she did not necessarily like plan this ahead of time, I still think she would be a willing participant and it wouldn't take a lot to convince her because of the mayor's position and how court works. Yeah, I agree. I, I th- That's true too. It needn't be a whole conspiracy. It might just be, oh, the mayor is trying to court me. Well, it sure wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to be married to the mayor. Mm. Especially if it was like a sexless marriage of, uh, of, of convenience for the sake of politics. Well, it better I'm not sure be a sexless marriage because that's not what the mayor wants. He needs an heir. That's true. But there's, there's ways. There's like, there's, there's like one reason and one reason only that he wants to marry her really. True. Which is to produce an error. You know, I think for him, that is like the most important thing. And he's like, well, if I have to be married, I want someone who's like beautiful and charming and like intelligent, you know, to be my wife, because, you know, why would I want just like a dullard who can produce babies? I do think that Quoth's strategy is correct. Like we have to like, you know, we have to get in there first. We have to beat the rush as it were. And we have to do it in a way that is, you know, going to catch her attention. And I think that this is very much analogous to the situation that one finds oneself in online dating, particularly if one is interested in dating women, because women get hundreds of messages every you know, every week, every day, some of them. And if you want to stand out from the pack, you have to like really do a lot to make your message like unique and memorable. If you want them to take you seriously or like notice you at all, not because they might like be dismissive of you out of hand, but simply because they are deluged with messages and they can't read them all. So getting in first and getting in with something that's going to be memorable is your best hope of, you know, getting a response. This situation also, like, reminds me a lot of, like, job hunting. Hmm. Yeah. It is the same. <laughs> yeah, dating, job hunting, all the same thing. <laughs> I, I have, like, my main note, but I feel like there's probably more to say on this page than my main note. Well, then you'd better say it, because I feel like I've said everything I wanted to say. Okay, fine. Maybe I lied. Maybe there, maybe there isn't anything. Maybe I'm just going crazy. Why don't you say your main note? Oh, wait. No, wait. I found, I figured it out. I remembered. So he was talking about how the reasons that he might have some info on this are that he's read lots of books and that he's seen Simon fail. And I think that being an observant person and watching people do the wrong things is actually like pretty good. Like I, it's not the best kind of training but i also don't think it's it's the worst like i think it's actually probably like the best thing he's got to go on because knowing what not to do i think might be more important in this case than knowing what to do yeah it's certainly helpful like i the ingredients have been assembled that i could feasibly believe that quoth succeeds on his own recognizances here i do think that uh it's something that we have observed and he has professed he is not an expert at. So it's a little bit of a surprise how well he succeeds, but it's also like, it's easier to give advice than it is to hear it. It's easier to like woo someone for someone else, I guess, than it is to do it for yourself because you're not like in love and the stakes aren't the same for you. You're uh, not you overthinking it. Yeah. You can be a little bit more of a like 
of a strategist instead of just going <laughs> I think the, the real look everyone knows that the actual best way to let the object of your affections know that you are interested is to let your eyes pop out of your head when you see them and then have to bash yourself on the head with a hammer Yes, you, you should thump your foot on the floor, and uh, if possible, you should let your heart leap out of your chest in the perfect shape of a heart, mm-hmm. and then elastic back into it. Yeah, I also encourage you to, like, pound on the nearest table and and howl, and allow your face to transform into that of, like, a cartoon wolf. Yes, and uh, finally, you should drop your jaw literally to the floor, and then uh, pull it like a drape, and have it... Uh, <laughs> uh, re- Withdraw into a sort of a tube shape, uh, and that of course is how roll out of it first, like a carpet, like a. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that of course is how Jordana met Jeff. That's right. (laughs) Thanks. I feel like I'm the one doing those things, though, in this situation, (laughs) and I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Well, Jordana, why don't you tell us what the chapter was? (laughs) this chapter was called telling faces which i think is a more like cryptic chapter title than what we've gotten recently i feel like most of the chapter titles recently have been like well this is obviously about this but this one less so this chapter title is a little more like i don't know sneaky well isn't isn't that what the terragior is the terragior is someone who tells faces oh i totally just slash forgot that yep fine Fine. It is that and only that. And it's also, I I think the subtextual, I think the subtextual reading of that is like, quoth, you know, looking at Mellowin's face and taking what information he can. You know, he's he's doing his discovery phase Mm -hmm. by doing his user research. And yet missing the piece of information that we all think might be most important, which is that she might well be his aunt because she looks like his mom, but he can't figure that out. Yep. Uh, we have a letter here, short letter from Eric, who writes, Devin Lockies, a lackless? Hi, pagers. I just finished listening to page 422, in which Codicus lays out many versions of the lackless name. One of these is Lackkey, which is very close to Chronicler's name, Devin Lokies. I know it's a theory online, but I'm not sure if it's been brought up on the podcast yet. I kind of like the idea that Chronicler and Quoth may be distant cousins, and perhaps Chronicler is so interested in Quoth's story because he may know something about Quoth's family history through some genealogical digging around. Let me know what you think. Cheers, signed Eric. I think it's more likely that if they are related, it's something that will come up, like that they will discover. Uh, It's also not clear in the frame if Quoth has realized he's a lackless, and to be fair, although the evidence to me is overwhelming, it is not yet confirmed in the story that Quoth is related to Alaklis. Although I think Natalia Alaklis being his mother is pretty much a slam dunk. And it's also not confirmed in the story that, that the Loki's family is a cadet branch of the Laklises either. And there's at no point when Codicus is listing off all the various variants of Laklis does he mention Loki's. No, but again, I feel like it's practically a slam dunk to establish the idea that there are many branches with different variants of the names. And then we encounter this guy whose name, by the way, is obfuscated. Like he doesn't go around saying I'm Devin of the Loki's family. He always says chronicler. And it's only mentioned in passing that his real name is Devin Loki's in order to, I would say, keep that information away from the front of the reader's mind. But having it been injected in there, they get to go, oh, it was so obvious when it finally is revealed. 
that he's a lockless as well. And this also sort of, you know, if true, this potentially puts him in line for the throne also. I mean, I feel like we've discussed him as being in line for the throne before. Chronicler? Yeah, I feel like we shortly discussed it at one point. Maybe, maybe I'm just going insane. Could be. I feel like there's only so much we like. We've done so many episodes. I feel like we've probably put forward the same theory several times, and every time had the same argument about it. So I guess what I'm saying is, no hurry, Rafis. You take your time. It's all good. All of this has happened before, and all of it will happen again on tomorrow's page of the wind. Uh, time loop confirmed. You heard it here. Jeremy agrees. Time loop confirmed. The wind. wind. <laughs>